0: forever dog hi anna hi andrew
1: and hey everybody else Scary stories, scary stories to Tell, to to the tell on the Pod. It is a podcast about scary stories, urban legends, spooky things you tell us about. And we do focus quite a bit on Alvin Schwartz and Stephen Gammel's book series from the 80s and 90s, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Um, but we're going to try something a little different.
0: Yes. Um, we. I hate to break it to you if you're coming down from upstate wherever, whatever state <laughs> you're in, if you went up. And went to a meditation retreat and haven't been checking reality. Um, Yeah, there's sort of a global unearthing of um, carried trauma and pain. Mm -hmm. And also the police are um, killing black people while they're in trouble for killing black people. That is correct. And that is uh, something that Andrew and I famously hate.
1: I know, Um, you know, call us outsiders, but something something about that just doesn't strike us as correct or right. We're
0: just out of touch millennials, Um, (laughs) but yeah, uh, and it feels crazy to focus on this like sort of famously whitewashed um, fantasy escapist fluff (laughs) when yeah. Like, we shouldn't be escaping. We've been escaping this whole time. If you haven't seen our social posts, um, we mm-hmm. did do a screenshot of uh, Notes app, which sort of is what happens when, like, brands get in trouble. Um, yes. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> but, the, yeah, it's just... Andrew and I, we, like, kept talking about how to approach it, and, like, uh, we understand the value in having a little bit of a, a break from stress. Um, mm-hmm. But it just... It, you know, we, sort of what we've both felt, there's like a connection gap between people in general, Mm -hmm. and um, there's a lot of direct action that people can be taking, and um, you can go on Black Lives Matter's website, and there's all sorts of places to get started
1: something you've probably heard said a lot in reference to like the very long march to to racial justice is that this isn't a sprint it's not going to be solved with like two weeks of hard work Um, it's a marathon and it kind of takes us integrating action into our everyday lives you know whether that's self-reflection self-education donating money marching uh, you know whatever your preferred form of activism is Um, something a a An organization that Anna and I really like is the Okra Project, Um, and they bring home-cooked healthy and culturally specific meals and resources to black trans people wherever they can reach them, which being Pride Month and also uh, in the face of uh, these protests, uh, it feels like a really great meeting of uh, of those two movements and a great way to give back. There are a lot of organizations and charities just like that, Google them. What a great resource is that search engine. (laughs) Um, But Okra Project is one that Ann and I have both donated to and they're doing such great work. So we highly recommend that one.
0: Yeah. It it also is like there's a million jumping off places. And like I think the main thing to do is to turn on your your care switch a little bit higher. Mm
1: -hmm. We want to do anything we can in everything we can to uh, try to create some positive motion. (laughs) Does that make sense? Maybe. Yes. So here we are. And what we want to focus on doing for a while in the spirit of that reconnecting with the community of wonderful listeners we have is we're going to focus on the stories that you've sent us for a while, Uh, because we've got so many of them. You all are chock full of terrifying, hilarious stories. And uh, we have a backlog. And so we need to jump back into it.
0: We do. It's exciting. Um, I think like a lot of camps are canceled over the summer and it just it it feels it feels nice to sort of gather around with everybody and tell some yeah. stories. Um, and Andrew and I are each going to tell one.
1: That's true. It was That's hard a- to pick because there are so so many good ones. Um, yes. and this one was sent. Oh, can I go first? Is that okay? Please. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. Uh, this one is from Colleen. It was sent to our Instagram. Okay, here we go. Hey all, so I was catching up on Scary Stories episodes when Andrew shared his waking dream with the doorbell and you asked for spooky doorbell stories. The the specificity of types of stories we ask for Anna is unhinged.
0: <laughs> if anyone has any stories
1: about a man named Michael Sellers, if anyone has any stories about when you sat in ketchup, let us know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they have to be scary. <laughs>
1: we'll be so mad if they're not. Um so my story doesn't have doorbells but it does have knocking. Colleen that is totally fine. About 5 years ago, I was house sitting and dog sitting for my parents, my brother and his wife while they took a road trip. I had to work. Boo. Wow, what a, ah Colleen, did you feel did you feel out of the loop <laughs> that they were all going on a road trip without you? Wait.
0: so her family is going on a road trip and she stayed?
1: She stayed cuz she had to work. What a bummer! Bummer. Wait, wait another week, family. (laughs) One day while I was watching TV with the dogs, two Labradors and a Cheweenie
0: Yes.
1: Is that a Chihuahua and a Dachshund? It sure is, my friend. It's holy hell! It's
0: ladybird adjacent.
1: Yes, that's what I was just gonna. Um, yeah, longer a a loaf, a loaf of a Chihuahua.
0: It's great if you love Chihuahuas because then you get like extra Chihuahua in the middle.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's true. Um, Okay. I heard a knock on the back door. The dogs went nuts barking, so I got up to check it out. While checking out the back window, I heard a voice clearly whisper in my ear. (laughs) Anna, are you ready for this? Yeah. It said the word, baby. I about shot myself, grabbed a baseball bat, and had nine one one keyed into my phone while the dogs and I checked the house from top to bottom, including all the closets and under the beds. I found nothing. The dogs thought it was a great adventure, so I laughed it off. Colleen,
0: <laughs> that, it's Colleen. scarier to imagine Colleen actually laughing it off in the night in her house with two dogs going. <laughs> We're all very scared. That's scary. If
1: I hear my dishwasher make a noise it's not supposed to, I'm moving out of state. So, Colleen, (laughs) I'm- I'm I'm
0: getting on SpaceX.
1: I'm getting on SpaceX. I'm
0: going to Elon's house.
1: Later that evening, after darkness had fallen, atmosphere, I came into the kitchen after spending the day binge-watching a show in the living room. Every single light had been turned on, including the light to the pantry that sticks- uh, including the light to the pantry that sticks and is impossible to turn on by accident. (gasps) It had been a beautiful day, so I didn't need to use any lights until after sun went down, even in my earlier search. Again, I flipped out, called a friend, and secured myself in a room with all the dogs. That is scary. What?
0: scary to secure yourself in a room with all the dogs.
1: and And all the lights being on, even the one that is hard to turn on? Um, the rest of the week passed uneventfully. I told the story to my brother and his wife when they got back and we all had a good spooky chuckle over it. Wow. Imagine being that, imagine being that self-possessed to be able to get over something like that so quickly. No, I won't. No, I won't. I shan't.
0: Something bad happened in first grade and I've been worse ever since. <laughs>
1: Fast forward a few weeks. I was at the house when I got a text from my brother asking if I was home. Within seconds after I texted him that I was, there was a clear knock on the front door. I thought it was odd that he didn't let himself in, but went to check anyway. Friends, there was nobody at the front door. I was creeped out and couldn't wait to tell my brother and sister-in-law about another spooky knock. They showed up a few minutes later but in the middle of me trying to explain the knock my brother's wife grabbed my hand and set it on her belly That's right she was pregnant with her first baby Ooh, They told God. me that they decided to start trying the day they were in the hotel room on the road trip and it looks like they got pregnant on their first try I did the math and the day they were in the hotel and when the day and the day they were in the hotel was and you guessed it the day I heard the first knock on the back door And the word baby whispered to me.
0: (gasps) I have so many questions about how babies work now. Because I (laughs) thought it was sperm and an egg, but now it's demon related.
1: Is a baby a ghost before it's a baby? There's a lot.
0: It was the baby's agent. (laughs) I just wanted to put a bug in your ear about baby.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this is Pilar um, calling on behalf of your niece. (laughs)
0: Okay. Hi, I don't want to bug you, and I don't know if you guys are even staffing at all, so kill me <laughs> if this is way too early, but baby, <laughs> baby.
1: <laughs> oh man, my niece celebrated her fourth birthday a week ago, and I've never forgotten the spooky, premonition-like events alerting me to her arrival. I've had a lot of other creepy, unexplained things happen to me throughout my life, but this one is by far the weirdest and inexplicably the most wholesome. Oh, that is true. It, I mean, it's like a harbinger of good news.
0: Yeah, a harbinger of positive doom.
1: What is positive that? doom? Wow, <laughs> I like that. Is a I like that as an energy to bring to a room.
0: It's gonna it's gonna happen, but it's good.
1: Positive doom is like um, Angelica Houston. I feel like that's her energy.
0: That's very true. What is that? Uh, chaotic good. Yeah, yeah, I would or say chaotic good. New, new.
1: I don't know. Something, something along those lines. Evil, between, there's no between evil good, but right. Right, that that's true. Um, I love the podcast and recovering all my memories of being terrified of the illustrations in the Scary Stories books as a kid. Thanks for the laughs. Get out, Colleen. Thank you, Colleen.
0: Colleen,
1: Queen. Colleen queen, recipient is the queen. Of,
0: of doomy messages.
1: I mean, we've talked at length about the impact of pets on creepiness in situations where you're alone. Um, but to add a whisper in there, and when that word is baby, good Lord
0: yeah, we've talked about before when I'm i I've frequently gotten tired enough to hear a deep man's voice in my ear, and then that's sort of like the oh my the God. cue to myself that I gotta go to bed.
1: Anna, can I tell I just have to tell this very frightening series of events that have happened over the past day just because Please. I I just have to <laughs> so I told I told Anna this last night already, but um two nights ago, Chris and I were going to bed very late. Uh, we were turning on all the lights, and then at the same time, we heard from in our apartment. Like it, it. I can't stress to you how not muffled this sound was. The first two notes of the like hello moto ringtone. Uh-huh. Um, like it goes like, like it was exactly that. We we both knew what it was, and then and then the hello was happening as, and then it got cut off immediately. So we were like, "Oh, okay, there is someone in our apartment." Um, we searched everywhere. We looked outside. Uh, we looked in our hallway. We looked uh, outside our windows. All the closets. We checked under the bed and everything. Zero explanation for what has for what has gone on. Um, then today, we or we got notification that um, someone had broken into our building. And had flipped all the furniture in the lobby. Um, and that this person uh was wearing no clothes and uh had gone up and down the street smashing people's uh car windows, not just just destruction-wise, like nothing had been robbed, just smashing the windows. And um and then uh, as more information came out, people were like, oh, I've seen this per- this person before. He walks around naked with uh, a knife and threatens people. And uh, <sighs> again, like all of these things being put together, I'm like, there's too too much. As- this feels like alarmist kind of next door app sort of stuff. Sure. Um, and then sure enough, someone posted a picture. And Anna, I am going to send it to you right now. Okay, good. Um, I hate to break it to you, this man is. I hate that my first thought was that this man is a dreamboat.
0: <laughs> Please send it to me, and we'll I'll weigh um, in.
1: He's in far too oh. good shape. Okay, he's he's wearing clean underwear backwards.
0: Tommy Hilfinger. Okay, <laughs> what is? Is he smoking a cig? What are those? No, I think a cigarette.
1: I think he's, there's a. There's a cigarette in one hand and yeah. there is some sort of some sort of sharp thing in the other hand. Um I think we're seeing a ha- I think we're seeing the handle of that and frankly what looks like a boarding pass for an airplane. Um, yeah, he's
0: okay. So um he's Here's the thing. So picture like late mid to late 70s mm-hmm. male bodybuilder ideal.
1: Yes. Like this the era, the era,
0: not the age. The era, not the age. So we're, this is without steroids. This is yes. shredded in a way, the lats are enormous. Uh, un- the, yeah. Vascularity is there.
1: Right. He,
0: frankly, if this man were like in a movie as like a, a sexual like guard.
1: Yeah. You'd buy it.
0: I'd buy it. Um. He does look like he's yelling a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think he is. I I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot we don't know. I don't want to make any assumptions. Um, I'm certainly not going to share this picture on any socials or anything. No. Uh, but it to me, without the picture, it was a Mad Lib of urban legends. <laughs> like I was like, <laughs> no, this is not – that can't be true. People were like, it's a buff, short guy with underwear backwards and he has, he has something sharp. And he's smashing windows and he's breaking in and he's flipping over furniture. And it, I was just like, oh, there's no way. But I was thinking, like, (laughs) what is the possibility that this person also has a cell phone um, and that just at that moment he was outside our door and uh, his Hello Moto ringtone happened just then?
0: And his friend sent him, like, a funny meme.
1: And then he was like, oh, my God, I have to smash windows. I can't believe I'm running late.
0: Literally this week is absolutely swamped.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so anyway, if you're if you're that person, you know, call in. I hope everything turned out okay. Join please don't, pod. right? Please don't threaten people with sharp things. Don't do this. We wouldn't we wouldn't love it. I think the furniture in the lobby is fine. So I mean, you can flip it. That's not. I, I think that I think that's okay. But it's, we just no slashing.
0: Need to be turned around. I think your building is way too. Um, it's just it's eventful in terms of like people being themselves in a big way.
1: It's too much. I also feel like there are too many entrances and exits that makes me feel. Yeah. I just think there's too much. We need to, we need to be a little more, um, we need to restrict how many ways there are to get in and out.
0: I well, think. that's the thing with these buildings in LA that have like five entrances and then like all the garage doors open separately. Right. Jason just moved out of a place that had that and his roommate's car got stolen in <gasps> the garage because the garage door opener it just opened on its own
1: Oh no It floated
0: open there's like security footage of it just oh, I guess that's a ghost This is a ghost Yeah
1: story. that's and that is a ghost Someone story.
0: just saw it and broke the window and took the car
1: Oh that's that sucks I I think a very LA thing here which I've noticed is that people seem more concerned about the sound of doors slamming than about doors being securely shut <laughs> Like there are far more complaints in our building about like, um, could everyone stop slamming the doors when they come, like close the doors gently. And I think what that means is that the lock just doesn't hitch when you close the door because everyone is like, <laughs> it. that feels like a profoundly LA thing where it's oh like, in God. New York, it's like, slam the door, whatever, just make sure it's locked. Yeah. Um, and here oh. it's like,
0: I just want it to happen gently. <laughs> No, we're not doing this California cool door, door closing.
1: No, I have zero chill when I close the door behind me.
0: Pretend like the door did something bad. <laughs> also, I will say in a moment of all cops are beautiful, um, is what I assume ACAB stands for. Right, uh, correct, yes. <laughs> Jason's roommate got a, a like a form in the mail that said, like, found vehicle, um, huh? but it was filled out confusingly, and then he called to find out more, and they just found the license plate. <gasps>
1: But they sent him a form <laughs> that said that they found his car. Oh, my God. That, <laughs> I, I would love if they're like, well, we assumed perhaps that you could fly the license plate like some sort of magic carpet.
0: That <laughs> like, is the part of the car that
1: propels. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a code. <laughs> oh, my God. I, the, I mean, that is that is unbelievable.
0: You got to absolutely give it up. You got to give it up. Um, well, They're like we story. weren't sure
1: whether you were starting a fun restaurant that you want to put this on the wall,
0: like a TGI Fridays, but more like barbecue centric.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry that yeah, so sorry that I just unleashed that. It just I had to I had to tell somebody because you Chris know, and I've so- been sitting on that secret for over 12 hours and I couldn't it's take
0: important. it. It's important. It's very yeah. important. Um, <laughs> please be safe.
1: Yeah. We, I will say that, um, if, if folks are concerned, uh, multiple people have called, uh, like mental health services around in case this is a person who is in distress or needs medication or, or something like that. Um, which that was good to see that it wasn't an immediately like, you know, someone come here and kill him. <laughs> um,
0: we need someone who went to school for four minutes to come in here with <laughs> eight guns to help right. talk to him,
1: yeah. So that it was there was something I was like, okay, this the past couple of weeks have had an impact on people. So clearly, you know, something Things are happening. Yes, which is good.
0: Um. Okay. Cool. Well, I have a story from the email box. Ooh. Is that what it's called? Email box. Yeah,
1: it is called an email box.
0: Great. Um. This is um from a friend of the pod. I'm gonna go <gasps> out and say it's a friend of the pod. Oh. Um, this is from Ayan who sent us yes. a story about the gin. Mm-hmm. Ayan also sent us a gin part two story that I. It was so hard to pick which one
1: to read. I know we will get we will get to that one as well.
0: Ayan, we don't deserve you, we but truly you're here don't. and we love that. <laughs> we will. We're the Kevin James, you're Leah Remini holding mm-hmm. a basket of laundry, looking absolutely decked out.
1: Oh. That's a perfect analogy, Anna.
0: This is, that's our relish. Yeah. Um, I, sorry, I'm just getting texts from people from Craigslist. Um, Jason and I moved in together to an apartment. Yay! And the only things we have are um, two couches, a lot of side tables, and then (gasps) I just bought plants. uh, Yes. Which I just Googled after getting them. And they are, in fact, enormously dangerous for dogs. So, oh no, travel very far to get them. They're the kind of bushes that she likes to tiptoe underneath that make her trance.
1: Oh, Google dog yeah.
0: trancing if you want to feel good. Um, magic, but they're, they're all of the things on the internet say don't let your dog touch
1: these or they'll explode. So, what? That's... Well, she doesn't strike me as someone who's a, who's a nibbler, you know it's what I mean? It's not
0: nibbling, these are things that have like, um, spears in them like oh, micro spears no. oh my just having strangers texting me lots of pictures of like lamps and buckets right now so my phone
1: is when plants have spears me. that's that's a take two mam's and call me in the morning I, I, we can't <laughs> we this can't. is a
0: go get a mammogram
1: <laughs> a um, mammogram wow ma'am a gram a ma'am
0: a gram that's where you send ma'am anyway so i'm just sort of looking at these poisonous plants balcony and feeling mm. sort of peaceful but anyway um so okay this is from ayan and this this subject line is called sleepwalking story <gasps> um hello friends
1: yeah Drew. we're friends, friends.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> you rock and this podcast is truly saving my sanity if not life after Andrew's scary doorbell story it made me think of my scary door based slash sleepwalking stories
1: (laughs) wow this is is wild that two doorbell inspired stories okay great
0: please send in your scary door based stories (laughs) I have suffered from night terrors and sleepwalking for most of my childhood and teen years Mm -hmm. I was able to train myself out of it in my early 20s because my family moved to a new house and my room was on the third floor a shoddy (gasps) add on and was terrified I'd plummet down the stairs.
1: Oh, God. oh, yeah. No, that makes ton of sense.
0: What I would do is that anytime my body sensed I was leaving my room, I trained myself to flick the light switch on before turning the doorknob. <laughs> if it was a dream, I wouldn't do anything. But if I was sleepwalking, the blast of light would wake me immediately. <gasps> Eventually, I stopped sleepwalking, but the sensation of waking up at my bedroom door was always really unsettling. And once or twice, I'd wake up looking out my window. Wow. Ayana is so much more hardy than I I would be in a hospital forever if I were, know her brain works better
1: once. than ours does. Genius. Yeah.
0: Um well they were all relatively scary experiences. It's the two sleepwalking experiences I've had in my adulthood were the most terrifying. Uh. Mm. I was assistant camp director for 2 years living on site and off for that time. Oh, living how cool. at a, ah the best uh, living on site on and off for that time, living at a camp during off peak times is so weird and unsettling and totally should be a horror movie setting.
1: That's, That's a great true. Idea. Yeah.
0: I lived in our med center. That was such an adorable cabin, but wasn't winterized at all. So for the worst of February, I stayed with my friend in her mini apartment style house. I slept on the pullout couch in the living room area. It was very cold. There was mice, but I loved having her as a roommate. I always told her the plots of scary movies I saw because she would never watch them. And so, of course, I told her super scary gin stories as well. The oh, classic. she is my go-to paranormal friend for sure. Our campsite was close to a military base where they did all sorts of training throughout the year. We often heard their machine gun fire, but I told the kids it was a popcorn factory because. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> wow! I love the
0: idea of a factory. I know, and it, to they pop the they,
1: they have to test it there. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah, for the army. Yeah. (laughs) Because in Canada, guns are a scary thing. Strange concept, I know. Anyway, one night in my friend's living room as I was going to sleep, I saw this really bright orange light in the sky. I was totally awake, but something was telling me to go investigate. It seemed reasonable in my brain. I was about to get up, but then heard the mouse in the kitchen and got spooked. The next day, I told my friend, and we both chalked it up to my X-Files obsession. No. See, don't gaslight yourself about no. whether or not you're the X-Files. Because sometimes things are scary on top of having seen scary things.
1: That's a very important point.
0: Yes. Um, okay. Later that week, I had this insane dream where someone was trying to break into her back door. So it was up to me to get help before the shadowy figure got my friend. <gasps> but as I put my hand on the doorknob, I woke up. The cold of the metal jarred me awake and I stumbled backwards and landed onto the pullout. I had never slept walked at camp before. Oh. As I woke more fully and got my bearings, I looked at the front door and saw a figure standing there.
1: Oh I no. know
0: I turned on the porch light before collapsing onto the bed because that was part of my system. But the figure stayed in shadow. I knew it was a djinn. Oh no, yacht! <laughs> <laughs> but I also knew it couldn't come in. He had the same energy as the guy in my nightmare who was trying to break in, but I knew I somehow knew he was only there to scare me. So I sat looking at the figure until it disappeared. I went to sleep and woke up a few hours later, completely forgetting about it until my friend got up and made us coffee. That's it. What? <laughs> That's not the end of the game, Okay. Uh, I continued to sleep there but would speak out loud saying that no one was welcome into our space unless invited. Firmly stating that helps oust most supernatural creepies. Intentions are everything. Amazing. I do it as I turned the lights out and locked the door every night. Then that's it. We both forgot about it. About a year later, in the early summer, I had been living in the med center full time. I had a roommate sometimes. She was our quote unquote nurse. (laughs) I love that. That is exactly what a camp nurse is. It's like
1: I Damn know. Quote sure, unquote. I'm a
0: nurse. What do you need?
1: Are yeah. you bleeding?
0: I what? I'm a nurse.
1: This that is the woods. Like, of course, I I'm know a how nurse. to open a bottle of hydrogen peroxide.
0: Come on in. I'm I'm frequently a nurse.
1: <laughs> frequently a nurse.
0: <laughs> she was our quote unquote nurse in square scare quotes, and mm. that week she was going to be away. I liked her. She was young but very responsible in every way. Except she never woke up when a camper came late at night. She slept like the dead, and any <gasps> late-night visitors I would have to handle because I learned in because I learned like two weeks in it was easier than just waking her up. On the week our nurse was going to be away, all the counselors were told not to drop off any campers unless it was a really big emergency. On this particular night, there was also going to be a big storm, so I felt doubly sure no one was coming. Uh. So I had two glasses of wine with dinner, did a face <sighs> mask, and went to bed early. The best. This is uh. great. I wish face masks were a thing when I was a camp counselor because I think that would have been I a know. really easy camp
1: activity. I would have loved activity. to have known about them before I had a beard because now it re- <laughs> oh. it, to have a face mask with, with a beard is a harrowing experience. I'm sorry. Think, go ahead.
0: I think they do make face masks for men with beards that are just the top Oh, part. really? Okay. Yeah. A little superhero nice. Um This is great. Um, even though no one was supposed to pop by, when I heard the knock that night, I was just on autopilot. I got up and looked out my bedroom window before I turned on the lights to see who it was. I saw a figure pacing on the porch and immediately began to hustle. I had assumed I must have missed the previous knocking if they seemed that impatient. As I was getting dressed and heading to the door, I started to remember that the nurse wasn't here and that the guy pacing didn't seem to have a camper with him. (gasps) I paused in the kitchen weighing my options. I wasn't scared, just really confused. I figured it was one of our teenage staff being homesick or something, so I opted to go open the door. The closer I got to the door, the noise from the storm picked up and I got really tense.
1: Oh no, gins gins control wind and storms. That's right. I pressed
0: my face to the door and called out, no response. The wind had picked up so much that the lack of response didn't seem strange. I turned on all the lights possible. The kitchen, hallway, living room, and porch light. I took a deep breath and opened the door. No one was
1: there. No,
0: no, 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 no. No, no. No, no, no. no, no. (laughs) As I stuck my head out to look around, two things happened at once. The wind picked up, which caused the door to fly out of my hand, and the porch light hit the reflective stickers on the camp truck, and they looked like eyes in the darkness. No. (laughs) I screamed, and the sound got sucked into the howling wind. No one was there at all. When I closed the door, I felt like someone else was in the living room with me, but none that I could see physically. I took a deep breath, pretended to laugh it off, but said out loud, Good thing no one was there. No one is here but me. But if there is, they know that they are uninvited and unwelcome. I am going to sleep, and they'll be gone.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, this is so (laughs) good. (laughs) <laughs> Listen, this is a great, this is a great bit of advice for anyone who is easily, you need to gaslight your ghosts and demons.
0: This is Gas- what I say when the- I fart audibly in group settings. <laughs> Good thing no one was there. No oh. one is here but me. But if there is, if they know that they are uninvited and unwelcome. I am going to oh sleep and be gone. Oh my
1: God. This is, that- uh that is, First of all, this is gorgeously told, and that's terrifying. The scream being sucked up by the wind is beautiful. Um, oh my God. I, good. There's, there's uh, a little more. Okay.
0: I waited a bit, had a glass of water, then went to bed. The next morning, I asked around, and nobody had gone to the med center, and no one even left their cabins. Who the fuck knows what happened? Maybe there was some mystical connection between doors and sleep states? I can see how it could metaphorically. And if either of you two know anything about black eyed kids, I'm sure that adds. Some oh, terror. yeah. Thanks for reading your spooky pal. Ayon.
1: Oh, my gosh. Who are the
0: black eyed kids.
1: Uh, The black eyed kids. So my brother just texted me about this. Oh. It's um, there's a lot of different backstories, but it's like the 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 common thread is that in the middle of the night, like children, usually two. Will come to your door and knock on it, begging to be let in, I, and they have completely uh, black eyes.
0: I just Google image searched it, and I will now never be able to function independently. again yeah. at night in a house or anywhere else.
1: Yeah, it's this um, is too scary. It's too scary. Uh, that, but yeah, that is that is a very. My, my brother, my brother, texted me about it because uh, he took a picture of of our, our youngest niece, his his daughter. And it did look like she was a black eyed kid. <laughs> Sucks. Um, but yeah, how scary. Wow, this is really good. That was a very good spooky story.
0: Ian, this is, there's so many things I wanted to stop and read along the way, but we've gotten some flamey reviews from mean teens. So I, I tried to stick with it for the mean teens, but, um, mean
1: teens, mean are, teens, really our natural, our, our natural predators in the wild are mean teens.
0: Especially if the mean teen is a man in his forties,
1: that's hard. Um, yeah, it's mean teens can be anybody.
0: It can be anyone. Um, it could be a nice adult.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> did you see the thing about, um, Gen Z kids making fun of millennials on TikTok? I did. And
1: I, I actually really do love it. Because I am like, like, I'm a
0: Hufflepuff, and I was like, oh, it's so hard.
1: I know the one, the one, and I have never said this, and this it's that's not a brag. It's just like I couldn't work up the confidence to ever say it, and it would never occur to me to do so. But what did hit is them making fun of millennials for saying adulting all the time, which I'm (laughs) like, yeah, we can't, we got to stop. That's fair. We got to stop that, but. Oh, Andrew, what's scary about the story to you besides everything? Okay. Uh, virtually everything, uh, virtually everything about this story is scary. I really don't like when there are people who sleep so hard that you can't wake them up.
0: That's really frightening to that's me. That's
1: bad. I think there's something wrong.
0: They're in another dimension, and that's what that's about. And I right. don't respect that.
1: <laughs> right. I think
0: you should stay here.
1: If I'm going to get murdered, you at least have to know that it's happening.
0: I need you. I need that to ruin your night a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah. This was yeah, such that a thing when scary. you were a camp counselor is like how heavy a sleeper was your co-counselor. Right. Um, I, am-
1: I would imagine. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah.
0: I think I'm just so impressed by people who can speak confidently to ghosts. I yes. don't have this skill at all. Um, that like, I think of myself as someone who's able to say like, if there's anyone in here, please respect. And like the more that I talk to a ghost and feel confident, I make it sound like I do this every day, but like mm-hmm. anytime I try to do that, the sound of my own voice scares me so much. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that makes just sense. The act of committing to doing something about it makes the whole thing much more terrifying.
1: I Here's my own form of unwellness in terms of how I deal with things like that. Like when Chris is out of town, I come back to the apartment alone, or if I'm like going to visit my parents and they're out of the house, and, uh, I do a thing where I enter the home and I laugh very loudly.
0: <laughs> Andrew, you and Ion did the same thing, and it's Colleen a, too.
1: Yes, it's a bad. Well, it's it's, but it's like for me, it's I am laughing. I don't know what I, I here's the thing. I think on one end, probably the forefront of my brain is like if someone's going to prank me. Because because my brother John used to prank me if I was, like, coming home alone. He'd, like, hide in the bathroom and then jump out. And I think sometimes I thought, like, if I laugh, then they'll think they've already been found out, you know? Um, and then the other version of that is I would imagine if there was a robber or someone who wanted to do me harm and someone came into their empty home and laughed out loud, that all of a sudden they'd be a little bit more on edge, you know? That's yeah. kind of my thought process.
0: That's, that's fair. I, I admire that in you. I do a thing where I just imagine, like, I'm like, I I own this place. Even though I rent, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is my home.
1: That's a really good point.
0: I own this place right. a little bit legally. They have to call the authorities to
1: remove me. It would be very hard to evict me.
0: <laughs> I'd be a headache. I actually <laughs> think it would be really easy to evict me. I think I'd just be like, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> oh yeah my worst fear is being is being made to feel guilty so i would yeah Sorry i would get out dumb.
0: um yeah i my dream is to be a camp director living on the camp during not the summer mm-hmm. but i i this i'd be too scared i you know what i did have a camper who slept walked sleepwalked one no. time and it was Fucking terrifying because yeah. it was, I might've told this story already. We'll put $20 in the Chris Ryan Memorial term, but <laughs> Sorry, um, for, for repetition and podcasting. But, um,
1: <laughs>
0: but it was a super cabin, which is two cabins put together with like a wall between, but there's a doorway with no oh, door what? in it between I the i I've heard the
1: story. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and it has like a front porch and there's like all these very yellow sodium floodlights outside. So there's like a yellow shaft of light that cuts through the whole cabin from the front to the back. No. And I had come home. I think it was my night off. um, And the other counselor was asleep in the back. Um, And then my co-counselor wasn't there. She was getting Uh, fingered by a soccer player or something. Right. It was camp. It was camp. You know what? If the fingers are not in, where are they? Um, God. (laughs) I just picture someone looking at their baby while I say that and then putting the baby in the river or something. We're so sorry. We're sorry. Um, But I was, basically I was the only awake counselor and I had like gotten in my bed and I was lying there and I just saw, and someone had told me like, hey, just so you know, um, like in the beginning of the week when it's like a roundup of like, whose camper has a peanut allergy, which Mm -hmm. there was always like one or two girls who were like in eating disorder recovery, just like keeping track of like health things or like who needs inhalers, whatever. And they were like, Oh, and just so you know, there's a girl in, um, super one B, which is like the back cabin, uh, who sleepwalks. (sighs) I was like, all right, well that sucks. And I hope I never have to see that. And, but I was like, Oh, she's not my camper or whatever. It doesn't matter. um, And I didn't think about it at all until that night I got in my bed and I just saw this like dead figure shuffle (gasps) across the beam of light (sighs) in the back cabin from the front. And I was like, this sucks. Yeah, I am responsible for her safety. And like the girls were supposed to keep their trunks and suitcases, whatever under their beds. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't fully remember if I went and actually helped her get to bed or I think probably what I did was I just turned over and hid and prayed to Christian God <laughs> that she didn't hurt herself because uh, her counselor wasn't waking up and she was oh. just sort of like uh, pinballing around the back. <laughs> just
1: no. Shuffle,
0: shuffle, shuffle, dead, dead, dead. <laughs> it's zombie. It's someone whose yeah. brain stem is moving their body and their frontal lobe is just off fucking line um
1: that should be against the rules of our bodies i don't know why that's allowed i don't know what evolutionary advantage that gives
0: it's not good i mean like it's so cute when dogs their little feet twitch when they're asleep but when teenage girls who are going through it do You're it right. is hell.
1: You don't know what's possible. I also
0: think she had like flip-flops on or something. I think she slept with like swim shoes on <gasps> because she slip-walked.
1: Oh, Anna, the, the idea of that sound scares me so much of like that flip-flop. You know flip-flop. exactly
0: what it is, like I a do. little bit of um, dust on wood.
1: Yep. Oh, no, I know the exact sound.
0: Ugh. I think I might have like gotten up and made sure that my camper's trunk was under her bed because I could see that it was a little bit not. Uh uh-huh. but I was so it might be the most scared I've ever been in like a non actually thr- life threatening scenario.
1: <laughs> I I I can't imagine the pressure. I mean, I was a camp counselor but not for overnight stuff, which like that cuz that oh, the stress of that would be so. Um in fact, we want to do like a summer camp themed episode later this summer. Um two of my old campers are sisters and twins and very wonderful, hilarious comedians. And um, we were thinking of having them on to sort of reflect on some old scary stories that I told when I was a counselor. So hopefully we can do that later this summer.
0: I love that. I think we should do like little sprinkles of camp
1: throughout. Oh, throughout. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. because we would tell
0: these stories called vespers that like were basically (sighs) parables um, at the end of camp every night. I just I think it would be nice to do that. Um, that would be so fun. They're not scary
1: stories. They're more like stories with a moral. I think that's fine too. I mean, I think there's room. Also, I don't know if you – like even when I told stories that weren't scary, there was inevitably three or four kids that got scared just because someone was talking to them quietly.
0: <laughs> oh, yes.
1: Um. Yeah, that th- – I, I just – I don't know. It, we, we've talked about this. The fact that there's no camp this summer for a lot of people, it's like a nice opportunity to sort of relive that a bit. Um. Wow. The stress of that, Anna. Sleepwalkers.
0: It's its a lot. And I think the moral of the story is um, Ayan should be the camp director of America.
1: Oh, my gosh. Uh, is there like just... a
0: position in government where you don't have to be born here to be in charge? Right. It's like This is like for Canadians to be president. They should just be the camp director of United States.
1: <laughs> that's a very good point.
0: Is my pitch.
1: I have to say, cause my, my cousin is a camp director and you know, it's like the first time in 130 years or something that the camp has, is not yeah, having a session. Right. And so I'm super curious how this summer, like this summer is going to be creepy, right? Just like an empty camp and they're there, you know, they like live yeah. in a house, like on the property.
0: Well, I've thought um, about it and like, I read an article too in the times about like an 113 year old camp. That's not running. Um, that does sound quite racist, but that's like, aside the point, I just like, it would be impossible because like the camp association said just to have it be pods of 20 kids, but like, oh. I don't know about your camp, but we had one central bathroom for both, right. like the teen and, uh, younger girls units. There's no way, there's just no way. Yeah, also
1: kid, like w- one one summer at the camp I worked at, like a kid on the first day had the croup and then like uh, just a stunning amount of kids. Had, like there was just no there's no way around Shit. it. Like if a kid is sick, everyone's getting sick.
0: Everyone's sick. You're, Especially ki- when you're, like, tired. Kids don't get the right kind of sleep at camp. Yeah.
1: And also, and I, ha- I hate to break it to you, 90% of you who have kids, your kids don't know how to wash their hands. I don't, I, I'm i sorry to tell you, you could have taught them exhaustively to do so, but when push comes to shove, they're not washing their hands.
0: <laughs> they're not. They're not washing their hands. We used to have to have a, a shower parties as, a, a, a like, a fun cabin activity if we had a kid who didn't shower. Yeah. this That would be, like, everybody put on your swimsuits. We're all going to have a fun time. (laughs) Have a little bit of a shower party. (laughs) Maybe everybody put
1: on soap. I caught one of my nephews pretending to wash his hands. Just like his hands were near the water and he wasn't getting them wet. He was like taking the time. I don't think he consciously was aware that that was happening. You know, he didn't feel like he was like tricking anybody, but his just his hands were near the water and he was kind of like brushing his hands near each other, but not washing his hands. Got and I was like, it. this is the strangest thing I've ever seen.
0: This is hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Well, moral of the story, you, it's
1: good. Everybody be good. Wow, um, Colleen and Ayan are two two um protagonists in their own scary stories who had such um chill vibes surrounding just undoubtedly frightening things. Baby. Baby, baby. and baby and wind ghosts. Baby <sighs> and wind. Yeah. I, There's I our heard episode two notes of a repot. It cell sounds phone, like right? a
0: store in LA that's like um like sort of like vegan small plates but also sells bespoke furniture. Oh yeah. Well Baby this and wind.
1: Th- this episode's definitely going to be called Baby and Wind. Yes. Baby and Wind. It sounds like um it sounds like a James Taylor song.
0: Yes. You know, like really smooth
1: vocals, this. gentle guitar. Uh these were both great. Thank you both so much for submitting these stories.
0: Yeah. Um, and, it,
1: and if you have camp-related scary stories, either stories that were told to you as a camper, stories you told as a camp counselor, stories just concerning camp, um, the location, not the uh, artistic sensibility. Although, you know what? If you have a scary, campy story, you can you can send that to us too.
0: If you have a story about camp, like the, <laughs> the, the Met Gala, please right.
1: let us know. Right. All John Waters-related scary stories. Um, oh, great. We love um, these.
0: Well, this feels good. I feel like it's complete. I don't think we need to do another.
1: No, small segment. I think I think this is great. I love this very much. Uh, and again, we are so wild about the stories you send us. Please consent. Please continue to send them. Um, you can send them to us on Instagram at scary story underscore pod. Uh, you probably can't tweet them at us, but you can follow us on Twitter at scary stories. Scary story underscore pod. Uh, or you can email us at scarystorypod at gmail.com. Gosh, I have no idea why that's so difficult for me to remember every single time. It's a lot.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, just a singular. Singular. Oh, great. Well, thank you, Andrew. And thank you to Ayan and Colleen. And yeah, thank you a lot. Um, and I and mean,
1: to- oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. No, no, no. Please, please.
0: I don't have. Get, Get out. out.
1: Forever. <laughs>